Show is brought to you by Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair and beauty source and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Coming up next is Double Impact. Everybody, it's John C. Morley here, Sir Entrepreneur, and I am with our great show here. We have lots of amazing stuff, and I'm with Hurricane H, and together we are Double Impact. Double impact. Are you, you ready, guys? Are you ready? Because you see, we're not the show that you turn on for relaxation. You see, we're the show <laughs> that's going to tell you what you don't want to know. You see, we're going to explain to you why you're not succeeding. If you don't like that, I'm sorry, but you know, it's just, it's raw. Or if you're succeeding, how you can do better, right? <laughs> so, well, I guess that gives you the, the indication of the kind of show we are in today. So it's a uh, get ready for a wild ride. That's it. So, so John. Speaking about wild rides, did you hear about the roller coaster? Think about wild rides. Uh, uh -huh. The roller coaster that became unstable. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. The unstable uh, roller coaster uh, in. Um, in New Jersey at, uh, what is that, uh, Six Flags? When was this? Oh, when was this? This was not too long ago. Uh, they said that the, was was it was it was it El Toro, I think? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, my yeah, daughter, this, my, this, my daughter was on that happened, one. This happened right around August 27th. Oh, all right, so that's my, yeah, because my daughter was her, with her friends on Saturday. <laughs> they were there. Oh, she, well, she didn't go on out. She didn't go on this Toro one because El Toro got closed down. Well, I hope, but she never said it. Anybody, El Toro knows. Six Flags uh, remained closed Saturday, two days after the multifunction injured 14 people. Ooh, per a New Jersey sales spokesperson for the Department of Community uh, Affairs, DCA. And uh, this is just really tragic. And the fact that, you know, these things happen, I get that these these parks are here to, to make money. I get it. But I have a big beef when it compromises my or yours or anyone else's uh, safety or security. That That's a big bone that I have to pick. Well, you know, John, we can take a minute to, to, to talk about that and then safety and all the stuff and sure. the measures and, you know, just the planning and all that. And yeah, I mean, Listen, you and I, we can judge here. We can sit here and talk about it. And I know people probably have their own opinions about this. But, uh, you know, again, uh, coming from someone that worked at, at the parks, you know, back in the days, I mean, I started at Disney, so I can tell you mm -hmm. <laughs> I work going on the largest ones. And, you know, I guess every park is different and the operations are different. And I actually studied theme park with them. It is not a very easy operation, as you know, and there's a lot of stuff. But... But, you know, safety cannot be sacrificed whatsoever, right? And I think that's that's the biggest part. I mean, these these things are engineering marvels, and they have to have the maintenance that requires. Absolutely. They, they can't be playing games. I mean, they have to spend the money. They got to do what's necessary. And what's interesting, remember I told you that that happened in August, but the thing that's new is the coaster just closed in September 2022. I because it was structurally compromised. Yeah, and well, it's forcing that coaster to close indefinitely. That is, you know, I mean, people have been on that one and since its inception, or at least the, the opening of that you know, thing, a lot of people have been there. And that goes for all those rides out there, right? You get into a ride. I mean, once that thing is launched, I mean, you're, you know, at the mercy of, of, of gravity. 176 feet is the drop. Yeah, I think I know exactly which one. The one that goes all the way up and then drops back on the other side. That is, 
probably the most insane one, but um, I I think that's the one, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the, well, the, King Deca is the one that's nuts. That one's a 400 feet drop. Oh, uh, so that's probably the one that, that you're that I was referring to. I, yeah. All I know is they have some crazy ones there. I mean, I've done Six Flags many years back, and I will not go down <laughs> now. I mean, I'm a little too old for that stuff. <laughs> well, you, you can always do it. You just got to be careful. I mean, I remember going, you remember Medusa? Do you remember Medusa? That was the ride you went I on. I did, though. I that had the fire and the water. Well, I've done some crazy ones. I've done Batman and Robin. I've done Superman. I've done some some on the Six Flags, and I've done some other ones. I mean, I mean, my first one that was that intense was uh, uh, what do you call it? Space Mountain in Disney. And believe it or not, when I was on, you know, uh, in Disney thirty years plus ago, and um, it was actually a fast roller coaster at the time. And I, uh, somebody had a heart attack eventually. I think years later. And they had to reset it, you know, to a different yeah, speed. Yeah. Something had happened uh, that I recall. I mean, it's been many years now. But um, I was also part of the team that inaugurated the uh, Splash Mountain, believe it or not. you know. When oh, they, wow. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, I was a cast member. And uh, the way they did it for the media purposes, before they opened it to the public, they had all the cast members come up, you know, and take a spin <laughs> on that ride. And it was just oh, wow. fun. Yeah, we were there like, you know, at 5 o'clock in the morning. I think, you know, the media were prepped and all ready to shoot those those uh, you know footages and whatever and we were there and it was an interesting thing but but i have to say i mean i can't speak about six flags you know um science and engineering and and maintenance but i can speak at least back in the days i mean disney was like you know out of this, this world when it comes to the, the engineer and the maintenance and what they did and i mean again obviously accidents and incidents can happen they're they're, they're gonna happen but you know you gotta plan and you gotta make sure you mitigate these things and when they have something i mean you gotta do structural checks all the time I mean, there's always maintenance on these things you know there's parts they're gonna wear out but i don't know if you know this but el toro is one of our very last wooden coasters still left uh it's 181 feet or 55 meters for those that are in another country it ranks fourth its drop is 176 feet or 54 meters exactly it ranks second, and its maximum speed is 70 miles per hour, or for those in Europe, 110 kilometers per hour. You said wooden one. I think I know exactly where it is. I mean, I think it's the one in the back. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's an older one, I think, if that's, that's the one you're referring to. It's not a new Yes. You know, yeah, it's probably one of their first ones. It looks like it almost looks like the one from uh, the Honey the Island one, yeah, the, the original one in the on the boardwalk there cycling it was it was designed by werner stegnell and manufactured by intamin uh the ride opened to the public in june 11th uh 2006 yeah so i you know it's it's pretty yeah i think i know that i don't think there's a there's a couple of there's only one i think that's still wooden based like you know like the old roller coaster up and down all this stuff i think that's the one um, yeah, because the one that you mentioned that I, I was kind of visualizing uh, was the one that has that super 400 you know, feet drop, which was like almost like going vertical and then coming so back vertical. You have El Toro. OK, that's in Jackson Township. You have the lightning rod at Dollywood Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. OK, mm -hmm. it was the world's first launch wooden coaster. Lightning rod grabs passengers attention uh, right away as the ranks are in the list of second on America's best wooden coasters. Then we have the Voyage at Holiday World, Santa Claus, Indiana. That's an interesting um, <laughs> city. The Voyage, Indiana's Holiday World regularly gets the nod from coaster fans around the globe. Then we have Boulder Dash at Lake Compounds, Bristol, Connecticut. And then we have Phoenix at Nobel's. Ellysburg, Pennsylvania. We have Goliath, which is always a big favorite, at Six Flags Great Adventure in Gurney, Illinois. We have Lightning Racer at Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. We have Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California. We have the Outlaw Run at Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. Um, number 10, the Comet at Six Flags Great Escape in Queensbury, New York. Number 11, the Cyclone at Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Pretty tall list. But, you know, um, wooden coasters are going away, not just because they're not as safe, but because what you can do with a wooden coaster is limited to the types of things you can do with a steel coaster. I mean, I remember the first time. You, do you remember um, Batman? 
I did. Yeah. I love Batman. Well, you know, to your point, what between the the wooden ones versus the the steel ones, I mean, you can get plenty of loops and hoops, <laughs> and all these little spins. The, the steel and coasters have yeah. a lot more uh, flexibility, yeah. and they can offer a lot more of a thrill because they can put you closer to the edge, and they can, let's say, micro control where you are on the track. Well, so, you, have that, you have that, and you have also just the, the structure itself is, is different. I mean, it's... The structure is different. I remember the first time, I think I told you the story, that I was going on... Uh, I had never been on a roller coaster. And it was my physics class. And we went to Great Adventure. I figured, you know, just going to go there, just going to examine it, take some calculations that you have to get on the ride. So I said, the only way I'm going to get on the ride is I'm going to have to learn a lot more about it. And so... I talked to two of the chief engineers mm. that told me what they do every day. They go up and down the track. They check all the sensors and all the, the different things that make the ride function. And how if one of those sensors gets out of whack, it causes an alert on the ride. If I believe it's two or three of those sensors get out of whack, the ride stops. Well, not stops, but the ride goes into an emergency uh, shutdown mode. One just kind of alerts them that's kind of like, I would think if one goes bad, that the ride should still stop. That would be my feeling. Well, I, I actually have seen uh, rides stop, you know, uh, in the middle of the action. And uh, oh, wow. what a, whatever reason. Um, and they take a few minutes to do something about it. And I guess they recalibrate or whatever. And then they let go. And then they do some pose and they check it out again later. I've seen that actually in real action at the at, at Great Adventures. I've seen it at, you know, I think... Uh, uh, maybe a universal was it, or I forgot which okay. one, or in Florida. But I mean, they they do have these these poses, whatever they. And again, I don't know if it was intentional or it was just part of. It wasn't a part of the ride because most. I mean, some rides they do have like a hold, like you know, uh, just a brief pause and they launch again. But I, I I think I've seen it, and even on the news, if I'm not mistaken, there were a few instances that were reported where they had people, you know, removed from the ride while it was in you know uh, not not in motion, but it was kind of stopped somewhere on the the actual. Uh, I guess the, the thing itself, about yeah. Batman that's very interesting is most people that ride a roller coaster are petrified because they see the track. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Batman, I don't know if that's worse or if it's better that you don't see the track. You don't know what's coming and you're being suspended in midair. Yeah, the first thing, the whole thing about that is that you don't see what's behind. You just see the air and you see like everything else. <laughs> Nature I got coming on there fast. and I just learned to relax. <laughs> and my friend told me, you see that dot up there? Yeah, just keep your head back so you don't crack your neck and just relax and just watch that dot. Don't go anywhere but that dot. Just keep your head straight on that dot. And just no matter what happens, just relax and enjoy the ride. Well, I, I believe it or not, I mean, when you go into those rides, if you close your eyes, you'll be just like this. No, but he told me to find a spot. <laughs> I found that screw and I just kept staring at the screw and so far the screw didn't undo. I kept watching that screw. And uh, that was it. I just watched it. And, you know, it even goes through a reverse too. But, you know, the thing is these rides are designed to create experience or what we call a G-force, right? Mm -hmm. uh, look at the one they have in, in Disney now. You know, the one they have, uh, which is the green one. And then they have the orange one. The green one's not supposed to make you too sick, and the the red one's orange one's supposed to be like what actually it's like in space. Where are you talking about? Uh, where in Disney? This is uh, was it Mission to Mars or Mission to Space in in Epcot? Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Um, hmm. I don't think I've I've, I've done that one yet. Um, it's interesting. They had to make a green version of it in in Epcot. That's that's got to be in Tomorrowland, I guess. Well, not Tomorrowland, like. Uh, no, 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 no. The other it, side it, of it, Showcase. Forgot what it was. No, it's uh, it's uh it's gonna it's not in Showcase. It's it's in the um. Where the uh, the, the speed track is like there's a speed track there. Somewhere. It's right next to that. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. So Mission Space opened in 2003. It was built by uh, the former Epcot. Uh, we remember the attraction Horizons was, which I liked Horizons. That was very simple and yeah, <laughs> very subdued. Uh, it was there and it was demolished in 1999. In 2017, the attraction closed for refurbishment, reopened the same year with two missions. The original orange mission, which kind of kills people, and the new less intense green mission. 
You're talking but, about the, I think I see what, the one you're talking about, the GeForce one, the one that just Yes, keeps, yes, right, yes. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. The <laughs> thing about it is I didn't that, do it, but I've seen it. Thing, I didn't either. The thing about it is that forget the green, forget the orange. It's not comfortable. I mean, I'm not claustrophobic, but it's just not comfortable. And you're in there with a bunch of strangers and you're kind of in there like a sardine. And that's not that's not my that's not my uh, recipe for having a good time. I probably would still go on uh, Batman. My biggest concern, though, is going on rides that have the best maintenance. Like I love log flumes. I think they're great. Uh, I like some roller coasters. Um, You know, like they have the Yeti that's over at uh, Disney now. It goes up and it goes backwards. Uh, yes. I don't know if I like that. Is it is it a Disney or is it Disney? Disney. Disney. Okay. The Yeti, it goes backwards. It's an animal animal kingdom. Oh, the animal kingdom. Yes. Yes. Got it. It's been so, minutes you know, <laughs> and they keep and you know what else is interesting? You remember Space Mountain, right? I now, still do. Space Mountain is not an intense ride. But you know, when you're first hearing about it, you know, when they psych you up about it. The sound is worse than the ride. And the ride's only going 30 or 40 miles an hour. It's not going very fast. Uh, it, I think that had been recalibrated. That's not how it was back in the days. It did go as, as fast as, you know, plenty of roller coasters there. It just was in the dark. That's all. I mean, you basically just see some fluorescent lights going back. Right. Through. How fast you think it was going? Because I remember being, I was like 40, 50 miles an hour. It didn't seem hugely fast. I, I would, again, maybe I'll, I'll clock it at that. I mean, I can't, you know, like I said, I've done it so many times back in the the days. And you know, at that, that point, <laughs> the the scare level or the fear level was very minimum with me. <laughs> so it didn't matter how fast it went. So it was just the thrill of it. You just get in and just enjoy it. And I, you, you come right back and go again and come back and do it again. So that was different. But now I don't so, know. So Space Mountain um, was, it would now is at 27 miles per hour. Wow. Okay. That's, that's not fast <laughs> no it's not fast at all so um it, it's interesting you know that that's not fast it's just the dark and the lights mm -hmm. most people don't realize that this coaster is one of the slowest ever coasters built it only goes three miles per hour faster than the barnstormer wow hmm. it feels faster due to the impact of your environment you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember Tower of Terror? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, and I, I did it before they reduced it, too. <laughs> Where that so, drop was literally just a very... The first time I went on it, um, it went up and it dropped. Now, that that's seemed like drop. a pretty big yeah, that drop. First, yeah, that's the first one. Nothing. But I got to tell you something. That drop was not as fast as you think it is. Well, it's, it's, it's not a drop. They actually, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, control drops. Yes. It's not, yeah, that's what they are. They're control. They have a fan yeah. in, in the bottom of the cage. And although you feel like you're falling, you're really not. It's very controlled. It's all, it's, it's all, it's all controlled. That's not a free fall drop. That's, that's what it is. It's not like an elevator drop for real. But, but it feel, bit. but you think it's going to be. Well, the first one, it just preps you. Like, you do that little thing, and you know, okay, it comes right back up. But then Well, that, that now they made the three, and then they have a computer now that randomly picks the um, the height. They say the speed. The speed really doesn't change. But they just it just randomly picks the height, and it picks the number of drops it's going to have. I, I remember when I first did it, it had three drops. And obviously, the ultimate one was the one that just, when uh, that door opens up, and you see like tiny people and tiny cars, <laughs> and then it just whoosh, drops down. That's the one that actually really got to you. Like people come up like with their legs, you know, like literally shaking. That's how it went. <laughs> and I usually was how fast is uh what's the other one? A rock rocking remember Aerosmith? I don't think I've been on it, but I so Aerosmith, um, that's the rock and roller coaster in Disney's. Hollywood Studios. That only goes 57 miles per hour, but it feels a lot faster. I love when you said just only 57. <laughs> and it uses LME, linear motor electromagnetic technology for acceleration, which actually jets riders from zero, get this, to 57 
or for those of us that are in other countries, 92 kilometers per hour, or in 2.8 seconds, you're jolted to 57 miles per hour. See, I think that's the biggest thing about Aerosmith is that it's not the speed, it's how fast they step on the gas pedal. I remember going on that ride. I was at Disney myself and uh, my friends didn't come with me. And my friend says, you know, he says, yeah, I bet you never go on that yada yada. So um, I had to get proof that I went on it. Sat with this family. I remember I just kind of like, I was doing like, got the picture, show the picture, said, see, I was on it. No way. I'm like, yeah, I got you a copy, got you a copy, got everybody a copy, show you I was on the ride. You're sick. You're kidding me. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, but you know, what, what, what do you think? What, what, what's the fastest uh, roller coaster in Disney? Oh, I have no clue right now. I'd have to say it's it's probably Jurassic's World Velocoaster. It's in Disney or is it Universal? Uh, where's the that that's in Universal? Yeah, that's Universal. Yeah, Uh, you said Jurassic. It has to be (laughs) though. They got the Jurassic one. That that is a very very fast. But in case you wanted to know the six fastest rides in Disney, well, there are some fast ones. Uh, you know, you have Twilight zone tower of terror mm-hmm. you have the slinky dog dash i didn't think that was that fast but splash mountain i love the way that kind of starts with that music and then you kind of go up with you just like that <laughs> animal getting into trouble <laughs> i know i know expedition everest that's what i was telling you about that's very fast that's yeah. with the uh the yeti that's animal kingdom yeah rock and roller uh coaster and um then we get down to test track uh, that's the one in the, the Epcot. Yep. Yeah, that, that scared a lot of people. Yeah, that thing is in the loop. I mean, it, that's, I think, 70 miles now, right? Isn't it? Or more. Yeah, I mean, it's just a car. But, you know, it's the way that they, they you know, it's all going to be controlled. You obviously know that. But it's interesting how they do it. You know what I'm saying? You got sound. You got scenery. You got yep. speed. You got, I mean, it's, it's actually, those are all 4D plus. I mean, literally, I call them 4D plus. I mean, some of these things have the whole cabinet. I mean, you, you have sensors, you have things, you have air coming to you, you have, you know, all the, 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 the elements. That's how our, that's how our movie theaters are going to be now. They're not going to be movie theaters. They're going to be experience theaters. Exactly. So, and they have a lot of them in there. I mean, I think they, they've, I remember the first one was Honey, I Shrunk the Audience or. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I remember they had the thing and then they had the, the, the two, the two jets or even uh, the ants. Remember, remember the yes. uh, life is a bug and the, and the ants come right out of the thing and a little thing comes out of the, out of the, out of the, oh, yeah. uh, the chair. But they have that. They have also the, which, which is the one in Universal also that that's a 4D experience with the, uh, Oh boy! Ooh. By the way, the Yeti only goes fifty miles per hour, but it has a lot of sudden, annoying jerkiness to it. Well, that's that's usually what those things is those, those drops, those loops, and they just snap your left, they snap your right. You know the one that I've actually enjoyed, which is not actual. It's a ride with no speed, but it just gives you the sensation of speed. Okay, is, uh, is the uh, launch experience in uh, Cape Canaveral, NASA? And What's that one called now? I think it's called the launch experience, like launch into space. And okay. uh, and what it is, you strap up like you're in actual, you know, a space shuttle and it actually tilts you back, you know, up. So you're actually looking up and then for about experience what the astronauts, you know, actually experiencing the G-force as they take off from the, the, the pad. And it's about a two minutes, I think, experience where, you know, you're really strapped down and you're like, uh, 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 and you hear all the noise like all the engine rumbling and all the stuff and you can see and then uh the windows actually uh basically simulate the actual uh outer outer you know the cockpit you know uh windows and then you basically are going up to space and then it floats you have the sensation floating when it actually gets to that you know uh you know like you get off the you know the the earth atmosphere and you get into space so it's pretty it's a pretty neat experience you know for you know like if you're never going to be an astronaut you know you you can you can at least get as close to it with just experiencing it there and that's pretty cool now you mentioned something you see about 4d experiences right we talked about you know yeah. whether you can have the you know the different senses like our, our sight hearing mm-hmm. touch smell right uh vibrations but in a true coaster okay it's not the same thing a 4d coaster is not the same thing it's a true aerodynamic experience 
that has four rails. Oh, okay. Okay. And you have four rails instead of two. And the main rails are basically what the coaster runs on, but it can be ratcheted back and forth. Hmm. So that's an interesting type of arrangement. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, different things that are out there, I think people want more intense rides. Why? I don't know. It's, it's the thrill, the thrill, the, the need for speed, I guess. I mean, you can't do it in a car. <laughs> Might so as well a get four-dimensional a roller coaster basically means it's a type of it's a type of steel coaster, is what a 4D coaster is. And riders are not only pivoted the way we talked about on the track, but get this. Ready for some heat? Cool. They're rotated independently of the orientation of the tracks in addition to its uh, regular movement path, which now causes a horizontal axis to be perpendicular to the track. Oh, That's yeah. intense. I can just visualize that thing. It's going to be a little bit of a... You, this is where you need not to eat before you go on it. <laughs> you need to stay away from food for the whole day. I know. Your stomach's going to be turned upside down, inside out. <laughs> oh, boy. I just thinking about it. I got, I got a little the, the TV here. But, little... you know, you all gone to the mall and you've seen those 4D experiences, right? The, you know, where you the, have the, the simulators. Like have the yeah. Simulators, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the simulators, I believe it or not, there is, a, it, again, a, at Universal, they had, uh, not, is it Universal? I think, yeah, Universal. Uh, they had a few, back in the days, they had the Back to the Future, right? Which uh, yep. which is now the Simpsons. And then they, now they have the uh, Fast and Furious, you know, which was uh, Earthquake or Richter or something. I think it was the, the ride before. And um, it is, it's actually, it's similar to the one, if you watch the movie Beverly Hills Cups, uh, Beverly Hills Cup, uh, I think two was it or three, I forgot which one, but they had that, that whole experience. I think it's three. They had the experience with that train wreck and the water comes down and all the stuff, you know, and those aliens invasion, I think it called, they called it alien invasion in the movie. It's the same, you know, ride in Universal. Uh, now they changed that and they have the one Fast and Furious, which is holographs and, and holograms. I mean, literally have the actors and it's all, it just basically stops and you have the impression that it's going. But it's pretty neat. I mean, the, the sensation, the way it feels, you feel like you're really into this and you're interacting with the actors from the movie. Uh, and it's just like stand up, you know, holograms of, of those actors talking to you. But it's pretty cool. I mean, so they change this stuff. But talking about the, uh, the one that you mentioned, uh, about the simulators, you know, the, the one uh, with the Simpsons, it is pretty intense. They also have one with, uh, I think, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, I think, uh, okay. studio, which is basically you sit in the Harry studio. Harry Potter's uh, new one is supposed to be the top number one right now in oh. uh, Universal Studios. Uh, Harry they, Potter's for well, some. They got some crazy ones in Universal. I mean, they go crazy with the roller coasters there. I mean, I think Universal puts a little more into the experience than Disney does. And see, the thing I realized when I was working with them, Disney, and they don't make Disney doesn't make their own rides. They hire a company. Hmm. But from what I understand with Universal, I think Universal does a little more of their own like ride manufacturing. Not that they do a hundred percent, but I think Disney kind of hires a company. You know, they work with some Imagineers at Disney, but they don't really create the ride. I think Universal has a little more into it than Disney does. Uh, do you remember? You remember Soren? No. All right. Which one? You're on the ground. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you go in these places, the thrill of getting into the thing is probably more than actually the ride sometimes. So you're getting in, you see this whole thing, you know, you're going to be flying. You go into this room and you get into your flying vehicle, wherever it is. And all of a sudden, the lights go out. Well, they go out even more. They were dark anyway. Hmm. Because if you saw what you were getting into, you probably wouldn't get into it. So it's all dark with very subtle lighting. Hmm. You get in, they start a little story. Suddenly, <laughs> starts to come up into the clouds. Hey, let's go flying. And before you know it, you're soaring. And you're waiting. You, and you look down, it's like, whoa, we're up pretty high. This, that was in Disney? That's in Sora, and that's Epcot. Hmm. I don't know. You ever why, seen that? Why is it not ringing the bell? I mean, it, it sounds like you almost described E.T. for a minute, but, you know, but uh, but it's not. Uh, why are you talking about that? I was thinking about, you remember Star Tours? 
Yes. That was a Star Wars, you know, version of like, you know, the 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 simulator. Which and was you're pretty... in that thing, and you're in that thing that kept wrecking you back and forth. You definitely um, don't want to eat before you get on that. Yeah, I mean that that felt pretty cool. I mean, the first time I've been on that one was awesome, man. I've done that like ten times the first week, just out of excitement. I was just going back to it over and over. It was cool. <laughs> it's a thirty minute wait to get on Soren, and the experience is only ten minutes. Well, like, that's the, that stands for all the rides. I mean, you can be two hours to get on Splash Mountain for like you know maybe a two or three minutes. You know, <laughs> but the, the thing about Soren, this is the interesting thing about Soren is Soren's nice, but it's nothing like as great as you would think. It's basically these pods that go up into the air. Okay. And your feet and you're flying, you're dangling and you could feel the air because they have little air compressor. You can feel them into your seat and then they lift you up. You're kind of put in, and then they have this um, basically 180 degree IMAX projection dome. And you're flying in that as a hand glider. Well, that's what gives you that that like 4D, you know. Yeah, and, and you're real, lifted yeah. only you're lifted 40 feet in the air, but I swear it seems a lot higher when you're up there. Well, because of the video effect that you have around you on that magical IMAX screen. <laughs> it's yes. actually believe it or not, in NASA they have another one that where you can actually uh, uh sit in this room and basically you're you're traveling through the space and stuff like that. Uh, with some astronauts and they're talking, you know, I mean, on, on, but then it has this 360, you know, screen. And when it goes fast, I mean, you really get dizzy. I mean, that's how, you know, it's like an IMAX 360. It's not even like a regular IMAX. It's so cool. the new buzzword, you know, we've heard of IMAX before, right? Yeah. People say, which is better, IMAX or 40X? Oh, 40X would definitely be. 40X, the technology that embraces uh, filmmakers are starting to use now. It allows audience to see uh, 25% more of the picture and be immersed into the picture. Oof. Yeah, well, I mean, soon we'll have 8D, which will have literally everything. You just put a gloves, you got the glasses. Well, you remember when you're home and they do these 3D movies. Well, we're talking 40. Remember when you have these things and, the and you're literally needing glasses and things pop out at you like, you're like, whoa, that's like, it. And, and like, <laughs> you know, you get these things from the fast food place. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, well, uh, the best 4D yeah. movie theater, right now they have a 4D movie theater. Um, and I'm trying to think if they have one in New Jersey. Um, well, that's the place I would like to go. It, it is a 4D movie theater, actually. Um, so they have certain 4D movies that are coming out. So it, a film they're based on uh, basically a 3D experience, and then they add the new element to the mix called guess what? The you know what the, you know what the, the fourth element is? Motion. Motion. There you go. <laughs> it incorporates a dynamic seat system, yeah, which I knew we were going there, really that did. moves with the flow of the movie and further enhances. I don't think I want to be eating popcorn in that theater. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> there goes your friend, showered. <laughs> oh, right, man. you're going to be dumping more than the food on them. <laughs> well, and is... if you want to find out where the nearest 4DX theater is near you, just go to cj4dx.com. There you go. And by the way, folks, you know, I think I think we've so, so derailed on the discussion of today and we went to the roller coasters. But you know what? It was a learning experience. I mean, we've talked about some intense stuff. We went from scary to innovative to futuristic. And uh, but you know what? Listen, with, with John, you always learn new and stuff. He's talking, he's looking, he's searching. So again, if you listen, listen and watch it right now, I mean, you just got yourself a little bit of a news uh, update on, on all the roller coasters and all the fun stuff coming out to your movie theater soon enough. Uh, coming to well, a, a 40X is, is the new thing. Uh, forget forget iMovie and all that other stuff. But uh, I did have so another 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 note. Um, so my um, high school that I went to, Newman Prep, actually, uh, it was going to be 32 years, but it's actually 30 because we had COVID. We had our 30-year reunion. This past Saturday. Sweet. So it was from 1972 when the school started all the way up to when I graduated in 1990. So it was an all reunion. Holy There mess. were over 400 people there. How many people do you think came from my class? One. All. Well, we had 65 people in my class. How many people do you think came? I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's all or, or one. I don't know. I'm just going with from <laughs> 16. Oh, it's not a bad ratio. Not now, bad, here's huh? the thing. Yeah. They did charge some money, okay? Uh -huh. But I think this is why they lost some people. What do you think they charged for three, four hours of entertainment, photo booth, 
other photos, DJ, and some what I call snack food. Supposed to be bucks? food, but it was like they had like a taco table, so you could have like chicken, a little spicy chicken or beef. They had a pizza table cut very small with little slices. They had a uh, cheese table. Then you had your fruit table. Then they had a pasta table. And when I went there, I said, just give me a tablespoon of that, tablespoon of that, tablespoon of that. And for dessert, we had a make your own Sunday in a very, very small. I had to get a magnifying glass to see it. I went back twice. Um, what do you think they charged for that whole evening? Oh, you got a free T-shirt, too. I, I, I would guess, I mean, on the high end or low end? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing 200 bucks. 150. All right. All right. Now, Man, I went to an event. <laughs> What's that? That's a lot. I went to an event for the Media Association in Jersey. I don't know if I told you, I should tell you about that. We had that. It came up. And um, I paid 200 for that. Right? Mm. And you know what I got? An hour and a half of a cocktail hour. Oh, by the way, that whole night was all open bar. I think that's why it was so expensive. Uh, I had an hour of, of free open cocktail bar at this event. There was passed around mini flaming yawn little pieces on bread. Uh, they had uh, different types of cheeses, cheese tables. They had six or seven hors d'oeuvres passed around, empanadas, chicken sticks, sliders, lots of stuff. Then you got to your dinner, which was a watercrest apple uh, blueberry salad. And then we had a flaming yawn, um, scalp potatoes. Asparagus and for dessert, a homemade, um, uh, what was it? A homemade berry cobbler with ice cream. Very nice. Very nice. It was nice. So that was $200. You would think for $150, you would get, I think, really where the money went as I paid for everybody else's drinking. Well, again, if you said open bar, I mean, I, it's open. It, it's it, open. <laughs> I guess people people had to make up for <laughs> 30 years worth of, you know, of, of missing. So a few of my friends were there, you know, and you're talking to them. And, uh, you know, I had the one champagne when I came in. They called it a welcome champagne. It was like half filled. I had a little bit of that. And that's all I had. And uh, the end of the evening's coming. I'm talking to one of my friends. Like, How you doing? Yeah, John, you know, we're going over this restaurant at 12. You're going to come and join us? Oh, I'm good. I got to get home tomorrow. my Parents, we're doing a whole week anniversary for my parents, and we're going somewhere tomorrow. Oh, okay, that's good. And they're looking over here, HH. I'm over here. Yeah, <laughs> everything's really nice. Yeah, yeah, did you like everything? It was good. What did you think about the food? Food was good, man. Really good. Um, are you are you gonna have anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may have some of that stuff. What do they call that? Uh, ice cream. I guess, I guess that's the were, stuff. That's the stuff. I want to try some of that. Are you going to join us later? We're going to go to Casey's later for some drinks. You're going to join us? No, I think I'm good. He's like, I got it. We got to get a couple. You, you should really come. It's going to be all fun. I sure, I sure hope these guys had an Uber or something. <laughs> What's that? I sure hope that they had an Uber or Lyft or something taking them. No, home. they oh, didn't. Oh, boy. Ouch. Yeah, yeah I know. But these people drank in, in high school. Let me put it this way. You go to one of my friend's parties and I mean, you're not used to going to a party and they take your keys. That's smart. They take your keys. I didn't drink. So I'm like, I'm not giving my keys up because I didn't drink. <laughs> I, I was always the, uh, the designated DDA. driver. Yeah. yeah. So that was me. I mean, I don't drink. DD, so. But, but, so that was interesting. It was a nice evening. And then you knew when it was over at 1130 because the place just turned up the lights bright. So you were like, oh, wow. I guess that <laughs> means instead of them you know, say they just turn the lights on bright and you see them start taking things apart. Okay. So it was an interesting evening. Um, we had a reunion page online. It was fun. Got to see a lot of nice people. And, um, you know, there were some people that didn't come. Uh, you had a few of your people that came that would brag the heck out of everything. You know, like, oh, I'm doing this. And, you know, I'm making close to half a mil right now. That's great. It's fantastic. Like they had to let you know that they did this and they bought 10 cars and I don't know where I'm going to put them all because I don't have garages big enough for them. That's a big problem to have. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to go get another, another sandwich. I'll be right back. It's like, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I do want to go back to, to the movie thing just to, Oh, okay. To no, but I want to, I want to just, you know, since we're talking about this topic, we're talking uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Well, reunions are, are great things. I mean, I, I, I still believe, I mean, we go to networking events all the time and, 
uh, believe it or not, within the reunion, reunion, you're going to find a lot of different, you know, folks from different angles, industries, and potentially good partners for business. I don't know. I mean, I try to talk to some of them. I always try to have a conversation, not to sell it, but just to learn what they did. When I was talking, I said, so uh, where are you from? Where are you from? Are you local? As I would say, you're local. You're still Mm. local. You live local. Great. Just curious. So what kind of work did you get in? Just curious. Oh, um, selling umbrellas. Oh, like insurance policies, like for umbrella, like for insurance. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, 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 we I figured, man, umbrellas, like you know, insurance policy. No, 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 no. We sell umbrellas like to the soda companies. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Another guy asked him, "Well, what do you do for a living?" I said, "I'm just curious." You know, he was a big basketball player. So, what do you do? I said, "Are you going to go pro basketball?" No, no, I'm not doing basketball anymore. Okay, well, what do you do? Um, I'm, um, I'm importing fruit. I said, Oh, that's an interesting business. Tell me a little about that. Mm. He imports to Walgreens, Walmart, and all, well, Walmart mostly. And I said, that's interesting. I was talking about, so I said to him, I said, just curious, how did you get into, uh, important fruit? What made you want to go that way? Oh, John, it's I was just in the wrong place. At the wrong time, and I kind of got hooked. Story of a lot of people, right? A lot of industries, a lot of us actually listening and watching right now, you probably can relate to this. We we almost stumble into our career paths, right? I mean, many of us have started one one degree, one level, one industry, and wound up in a whole different industry for the rest of our lives. And you know, some people jump different, but, you know, places. But it's you know, amazing. you gotta be happy. You gotta be happy. Yeah. So I think I think that's the most important thing. And when I heard a lot of these people, you know, what they were doing, and I told what I, you know, I told them I do a lot. They said, what do you do? I said, well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. What is I that? Said, Just basically, <laughs> it means that I have a few businesses. Oh, well, you didn't do engineering. I said, well, I am an engineer. It's one of my companies. Oh, well, what do you do with all that, that stuff? You like waste a lot of time with the camera and the stuff. I hear you like waste a lot of time filming things. I'm also a video producer. Okay, and what do you do every day? Someone says, like, you're always with a camera or something. Like, what do you do, like, with the camera or the days or something? Like, what are you doing with that? Like, what are you trying to do? Oh, I celebrate the days. What days? Well, every day is a day. Was well, today a day? I said, yeah, today was a day. I celebrated before I came in the parking lot. It is what a day. Today? <laughs> it was a National Punctuation Day. National what? National Punctuation Day. You I said, you'd be surprised I'm how curious. many people... Don't use punctuation like uh, periods, exclamation points to show emphasis, and they don't use a semicolon to link the independent dependent clause. They're looking at me. I'm gonna go get another drink. <laughs> like, you know, or I show, uh, or I show them a video of like what I'm doing. Like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Oh, you can tell I'm just doing, you know, we're, we're double impacted me and Hurricane. <laughs> so they, they were just, they were just kind of like, you know, they were there like, but um, it, it was interesting because you just don't know, you know, and they would ask, you know, what do you do and take a picture? And I show them, I said, well, I shoot over 500 videos a month. You what? Mm. I shoot over 500 videos a month. And they said, oh yeah, I saw your video yesterday about the laptop. What happened to the laptop? Did I tell the you the story of the laptop? Yeah, about the water, yeah. That yeah, was last so week. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, they said that was that was great. They said that was amazing. My kid loved that. That was really cool. I love that video. Okay, great. There you go. So you got a fan. <laughs> so but, you know that that's the thing. You know, I like knowing that my content changes people's lives, improves people's lives. And you will. And, and you know what? That, that's the thing. I mean, people watching and listening right now, they're like, maybe they're like, well, this whole half hour, you guys have been talking about all different things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you're, you know what? We have a lot of other shows that we talk about, a lot of other different things <laughs> and, and different topics on almost every day. And this one is a more of a casual format whereby we talk about whatever is the hour and the day. And then we take. We a- don't have an agenda, ladies and gentlemen. We come on the air. I don't tell HH what we're talking about. He might say, gee, what are you going to do? I said, well, we could talk about this possibly, but we never talk about that. 
We want to talk about something else. Yes. Like what I think we were going to talk about today, we never talked about. uh, We we still have some time. I think we're still going to cover some of it. But but I wanted to go back since we talked about, we left it at that uh, IMAX, you know, business or 4D. uh, 4D 4DX, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 4DX. But you know what? That's that's what meta is right now. The the meta universe and all that stuff with the the, the 360 and all the visors and all that virtual. I'm concerned, though, where they're going with that HH. I'm concerned because I feel that they're going to exploit people. And if they did what they did to kids with Instagram, I'm really concerned about where it's going because they're about the money. They're never about the well-being of the person. Well, I wasn't, I was not referring, I was not referring exactly about Meta oh. Meta as the company, but oh, uh, okay, just, okay. <laughs> just, just the Meta world and, 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 you know, the, all the, right, you had to, had to clarify yeah, that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I know, yeah. I mean, they're very slick. I mean, they picked up the name for the company that is just more, you know, a larger name that, you know, in scope than, than the name. So yeah, people are going to get confused about the meta other one. That's meta. really <laughs> slick one. I got to tell you is, uh, you know, eBay. Uh, I'll tell you this real quick story. So I don't usually sell on eBay. I haven't sold on them in a while, but yet I have like an 80 or 90 rating. So um, I went on eBay to list something. Hmm. Okay. All of a sudden, I see this bill, 60 some dollars, 50 some dollars. So I link up, I call them up. I said, how the heck this happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sir. You, you, you clicked the wrong button. What do you mean I clicked the wrong button? Well, you click reserve. Well, I didn't know that was going to be a fee. Yeah, it's on page like 262. It says we charge for reserve. Well, that's like sucks. You, you, you should have warned me before I did it. Yeah, that's a good one. We have to make a note on that one. Thank you, sir. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to reverse your fee. So now they asked me to relist the fee, which is supposed to take the fee out. They sent me the link and they said to me, um, you're all good to go. Then he says, here, your account's going to get suspended. I said, why? Uh, because you owe us money. Why? Uh, because you didn't pay your reserve fee. Well, I talked to you about this three weeks ago. Well, you didn't talk to me. And this is the problem I have with these companies, HH. Is that's like, so you know what's going to happen? You're near my story. I'm going to try to reach them. But you know, you try to go back. You try to resolve the problem. Now, because your account suspended, you can't talk to anybody. And you call an 800 number. Oh, I'm sorry. Please go to the online chat system. So you know what those suckers are going to get next week? They're going to get a formal complaint from the FCC and probably consumer affairs, explaining how it's not nice to lie to the public. And now I think that might be considered fraud. Yeah, I think that might be fraud. It might be something the Department of Insurance and Banking should investigate. Wow. So I guess you give them something food for thought there. I mean, you know, some, well, you know what they say, a lot of these folks, you know, they, they have these agreements that, you know, that are so many pages long and uh, with so much fine print that half, if not 99% of people may not even go through that. I don't think anyone actually watching and listening right now, maybe 1%, if, if we're lucky, is actually reading through that every single agreement that they see on terms and conditions in any site or any, it is, it is dangerous. I mean, and, and, for you to actually have that read by an attorney, you have to pay a couple hundred dollars, you know, for the But time. you could actually take that contract, one mm-hmm. click, two clicks, and explode it into a hundred pay, a hundred, and like where you, you can make a big font. Yeah, but still, you got to spend some time and also you have to be able to. Well, but the thing the is this if you're going <laughs> to enter into a partnership, okay? Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. You need to know what's on the line. And so, like, it's funny, okay? And this is going to go in my complaint. I could reach these suckers when I didn't owe them any money. But now that I owe them money, I can't reach them. But as soon as you pay your balance, you can reach them again. No, 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 no. Well, they, they would reach you eventually because they probably you don't want to go after you. <laughs> well, they want to so say they said my account suspended if I don't pay. I'm like, okay. Didn't, oh. didn't sell anything or anyway. But it, it's it, a principle. It, it, well, it, it is crazy. And again, for folks, you know, you, you know, if you listen to watching, you probably experienced something similar in, in, in the course of your life. We're interacting with different, especially online. It's very different. Or that big company. We never mentioned the name, but you know who we mean. It's the starting of the alphabet. I ordered an $1,800 drone six months ago. The drone was delivered. They said to my home, to my driveway at 1030 p.m. at night. I look at the address. It's not my home. It's my office. That's our parking lot. Oh, okay. We delivered it to here. Where? You just left it in the middle of the parking lot. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can show you a picture. Buddy, it ain't going to be there anymore after 1045. No? 
Well, why not? You left it on public property. Somebody's uh -huh. going to enjoy that drum. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so what are you saying? I didn't get the drone, buddy. Okay, uh, why not? I just told you. You left it there at 10.30 last night. I checked it this morning. Well, why did you wait so long to check it? Because I just found out from you five minutes ago that you wonderful people delivered it at my driveway. That's not my driveway. Uh-huh. I see. So the problem was you forgot to check. No, I didn't forget to check. You should have shipped it where I told you to send it. Well, you have the, the proof that you shipped to this address. I mean, it's it's in the account. I mean, you can't They changed it to the billing address. Um, but I didn't tell you to send it to the billing address. Yeah. Okay. You want to speak to someone else? I don't know if I can help you with this. Talk to somebody else. Uh, so you want a refund. I want another unit sent to me. Uh-huh. Um, it's $1,800. So how do you want to pay for it? Pay for it. I'm not going to pay for it. I already paid you out of my checking account for this one. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't send you another one until you pay for this one. Oh, you can't. No, no. I'm very sorry about that one. Well, you're going to be very sorry too. Because when I get off the phone with you, I'm filing a complaint with Better Business Bureau. Consumer Affairs, uh, District Attorney General's Office. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, so is there anything else I can do for you tonight? No, <laughs> not really. Have a great evening. So now the next day rolls by. They call me back. Uh, Mr. Morley, uh, you know, there was no need to file a complaint with all those people. Uh, you were a little impatient. We already refunded your account. Yeah, baloney. You weren't going to refund my account. Well, 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 it's very simple. Can you just replay that recording that's supposed to happen when we have that conversation with customer service? It should have the whole conversation recorded, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, and I let them know that. I said, by the way, you know, all our calls through my app and through our office, they're all recorded for set. We record all our calls inbound and outbound, and we store them digitally for seven years. I had a guy call me. I won't mention the name of the company. It was one of these uh, payroll companies, and we were already a customer of them. But don't you just love when they call you and try to harass you for more services that you don't already need? And so he calls me and uh, the guy calls me up and I'm not interested. I told him I'm not interested. Calls me up again. I said, sir, look, I've already told you that I'm not interested. OK, the calls be monitored, recorded. I said, if you keep calling, I said, I'm going to file a complaint with your company. Uh -huh, I see. So when are you going to be the market? I'm not. Calls me again. I think you mentioned that to me. I mentioned this to you. Yeah, so here's yeah. what I do. I take all those calls and I send them off to his supervisor. He I never know. calls me again. <laughs> oh, man. I, love I have a lady that said to me, uh, we owed you 3500 No, ma'am. 3500 was the deposit for the first third. I don't remember that. Yeah. Hang on a second. Let me play a call. I have the call. Let me play it for you right now. Oh, you maybe you're right. John, John, you have any suggestions for our listeners about, you know, any phone you know, app that they can use to record these calls? A lot of people right now use the phone calls. I mean, there are apps. I'm not sure if you're using any, but people use their phones right now to, to call. So services. you can use yeah. Google Voice and you can record the call through Google Voice, which is free. And then it gets sent to your email. Okay, Pretty you handy. Folks, you see, you always learn something. But, but that's the simplest thing, you know, and you can have it this way. It's your backup because they can say, well... All the calls are supposed to be recorded for quality assurance. And sometimes when they call them, oh, that call specifically was not recorded. <laughs> it's yeah, random. There was, there, was a, there was a glitch. There was an issue. Well, they don't say that. They just say, you know, we just random call, you know, uh, select, you know, those calls. So yours was not one of them. But typically, uh, if you run a call center, you would know this, that all calls, especially if they are uh, regulated by any of the federal. They're agencies. supposed to be recorded. Exactly. All recorded. There's no doubt about it. Just take it. To I have bank. to tell you something. I won't mention the name of the company. Uh, they're guilty, but there's a big company in New Jersey that I worked at when I was in high school. And uh, I was the top person for sales for this telemarketing company. And what they did is they connive people, okay? And I remember the one, and basically a person calls me, have all these different scripts. So I call, I say, hey, HH, Oh, hi. Uh, I'm just calling from XYZ coverage. Oh, I'm not looking to buy any more magazine. No, 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 HH. I wasn't calling to, to get you to buy a magazine. Oh, no, no. I was just calling to say thank you. Oh, really? Yes, I was calling to say thank you. You remember when you took up a blah, 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 magazine last year blah, 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 and you really helped us? Da, 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 percent? Yeah, I did. Well, listen, I really thank you so much. You helped over 1,700 people. And I just wanted to express this to the bottom of my heart because we couldn't do what we do. 
Oh, well, you're very welcome. Listen, HH, while I have you on the phone, you know, you helped all these wonderful kids last year. You gave them food, you gave them clothing, and you gave people a purpose in life. And I know you're a good person. And I know that's why you'd want to continue helping us this year. So how about just taking that magazine again this year? And uh, you could help us out and you could help them and we can make sure that many close it. Well, John, I, I really can't do that right now. You know, um, HHI, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to ask you that. But listen, we really do need the help. I'll tell you what I'll do. I I'm going to take 50% uh, off. And <laughs> I'll still give you the, the package price, but you'll get it for six months instead of 12. How's that? Uh, John, I don't know. You see, you know what happened? Uh, my wife and kids, we we're having some medical issues. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then I lost my job. You did? Oh, I am. You know, I feel like terrible that I'm here asking you. I'm begging you. I mean, I feel, I don't know what to say to you. I really sure don't. I mean, I, in tactics. I am just so ashamed of myself. And, you know, these kids, they really need your help. You know, we have all kinds of cassettes and cookies and all kinds of other cards. And you could get one of those for only $11.99. It would still be helping mothers against drunk driving. Would you go ahead? Would you like to head and do that tonight? <laughs> it's just $11.99. All right. Would it be okay if I continue recording the rest of the conversation and I have your credit card? Blah, blah, blah. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking with you. I am so grateful that I had the moment. But then the lady says to me, uh, lady calls you. Oh, I'm not looking to buy anything. But you remember me? I'm from Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Um, no. Okay. Well, do you know you actually helped save 1,700 people, including 6,000 women from actually getting to accidents, all because of Mothers Against Drunk Driving? Did you know that? That was phenomenal. Why don't you give yourself a round of applause for that? Yeah, but I'm not buying it. I'm not asking it. And it was just, and so what really got me was the fact that their management team was scum. So um, here's what happened. A friend of mine was sitting next to me. I wasn't a first responder at the time, but uh, he, I did know CPR. He passed out. He was on the floor. So I go right down and was doing CPR and him because he passed out. I got reprimanded by the head team member because everybody stopped working. Who the think you think you are disrupting my whole entire call center? What gives you the right? Well, Joe, pass out the floor. I don't care if, if God came down here, all right? I want wow. you to stay on that phone, okay? You could have done that a lot quieter, okay? You could have taken him out of the room. You didn't need to disrupt my whole call center. I got up and I said, um, ladies and gentlemen, hi, uh, you may not know me. I'm nobody here. I'm the top guy on the sales board. My name is such and such. And you know, Mark, you know, Chris, and you know, David. And I want to take off my headset and I want to lay it down for the very last time. Because tonight, this is my very last time of being here. Anyone that puts more emphasis in their sales than someone's life, it's not a company I want to work for. You guys can do what you want, but I've made my choice and I don't want a penny from this company ever again. Good night, everyone. And I walked away and seven people walked out with me. Wait, wait, wait. That, 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 is, that is actually a thumbs up, baby. I mean, that, that's, that's power, baby, because you know what? That's a lesson that we'll learn for the rest of 11. They're probably watching and listening right now. Hey, listen, you remember that? <laughs> I'm not mentioning the name, but I'm sure they remember me. Well, if they hear this, they probably know. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mentioning their name. But, you know, call centers, they abuse people. Well, not all. I would not generalize, but, but you're right. I mean, it, it, it's all, you said it. It's a about management. But well, you said the management. management, the management. Yeah. Well, management is humans. And, and you know, we, we were going to talk today about... Uh, behaviors and and habits, right? Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> We're another, to time, another time. We're out ne of time. Next week. Next week. Well, we'll, well, we'll my hold point it here is that you don't realize how powerful you are with the messages you can deliver. And when you start to believe, hey, everyone, believe, 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 believe. When you start to believe, believemeachieve.com, when you start to believe in yourself, only at that moment, it's when other people start to come on board. Now, I had someone that wasn't doing so well in life. And I said, John, I don't know if I'm going to get the money. I said, I get it. 
I want you to believe in yourself and I want you to believe in your creator. I don't know who that is for you. I'm religious, but I won't get into that on the show. And I want you to believe that you're going to have the resource. You're going to have the money. You're going to have it. You're going to see it as already being here. It's one thing to be thankful for something in your life. That's great. But when you could be thankful for something that's not in your life yet or is on its way, that's really special. See, that is the highest form of praise or gratitude that you can give your creator. It's one thing to thank him. Hey, I thank for being on the show. I thank you for my life. I thank you for being healthy. I thank you for all these great things, all the people in my life, all the things in my life, my home, my car. All these, that's great. But I thank you, creator, whoever it is. I thank you for all the money you're sending me. I thank you for all the advertisers I already have. I thank you for all the additional money I'm getting. I thank you for the new car that you're sending me. I thank you for all the new challenges and how I've helped people in their lives and how all these people have come back. I thank you for all the testimonial letters that I've already received. You see, when you live from a state of being, HH, it has to manifest. It has to. That's that's superpower. And and by the way, thank you for bringing that. I mean, talking about thank you and gratitude and and, and really being grateful. You're right. I mean, uh, our creator uh, and I, again, doesn't matter what religion, faith, we all believe in, in, in the higher power, at least majority of people do. And, and even those that don't, they probably believe in some sort of a, a level of energy or something that actually helps and, and, and guides. But the fact that no matter to your point, you know, we are we have to be thankful for what we have, what we've had. Good and the bad, because the experiences, even some bad ones, are good for us because they guide us and, and maybe enlighten us better in this life and makes us who we are better. But also thankful for everybody around you and everybody that come in your way. And you're right, even the stuff that you haven't seen, because if you have, to your point, a belief and a vision, that vision hasn't manifested yet, right? But it will happen. And if you really hardcore you know, believe in it, it will happen. And you got to be thankful for it before it's there. And 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 of course, it, it is a power state. And and not everybody has that level of understanding of how we operate in this this realm or this world, right? And, I, and that's that's and doesn't matter. <laughs> Again, fades. You know, we can debate the religion. You know, discussion. That's always a da dangerous discussion. But it doesn't ma matter what angle of the the fate is. I think we all have some similarity and connection. Abs abs absolutely, creator, wh whatever you call it. And when you're thankful for things that you don't yet have or see with your own naked eyes. That's well, when you have well, faith. well, John, the whole idea of believing in the Almighty is is without we don't have a visual, <laughs> but we do believe. It's all about the unknown, you know, right? You have to believe without seeing, right? You know, and that's that's really the hardest level of, of believing. Unfortunately, some people that's that's believe, that's faith. That's faith. That's faith, exactly. Well, some people they don't go there because they they are sometimes too scientific, although science does not decline or deny, you know, with, with faith. But they get into this whole thing like, if I don't see it, I can't prove it. Well, well our world yeah. is quantum physics. I'm not going to go there tonight. That's a whole other. Oh, yeah, we, we, we can uh, bring that up Quantum physics is what impacts and changes our world. Hmm. And the thing I just want to end on, the last note, because we could be going for hours and hours, is that I had a client. I still have a client, this client. And uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a national, national international bank. And uh, I remember many years ago saying, I'm going to get a client that's going to let me do X, Y, and Z and let me to future work on Wall Street. Within a year or two later, some weird things happen. But then I started to realize that, oh, that's that client that I was asking for for a year ago. <laughs> and people were like, well, how did you get that client? Like, you know, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. I thought about it. I saw it already happening. I saw myself doing the work at their facility. And then it just it sort of fell into my lap. <laughs> it's not amazing. I mean, it's, it's, some people actually would, 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 recognize this very easily and uh, and and again I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people can recognize this which you just you know uh, i guess covered right now and that's power but it's real it's not you know it's not your imagination 
It happens. It's not voodoo. It's not some magic. It, it's, it's energy. And when you believe it, you affect the energy around people. So if you just right now change your attitude, just do it tomorrow. If you're, if you're skeptical, just do it for one day for me mm. and comment back and let me know if your day didn't go better. I guarantee you more people are going to do things for you. And if you say to me, John, I can't manifest anything. Okay. Think about manifesting a cup of coffee. Just think about it. And pretty soon a cup of coffee or a beverage is going to be in your hand. You're going to manifest. It's going to just get to you. Now, it sounds wacky, but I tell people to manifest that. And if you think that's too hard, well, try to manifest a penny. And you'll manifest a penny. Well, you know what? We're going to hold that topic for a show to come. Uh, next week, we definitely want to talk about the the breaking the habits, good, bad, ugly, and all the stuff, and you know, just how to create new ones and all that good exactly. stuff. Exactly. So we'll 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 hold on to that one to that topic for next week, and of course, anything that comes in between that comes we'll, up. We'll... And if you guys uh, would like to hear about a certain topic, let us know. Also, if you would like to be a guest on Double Impact, we would love to host you here and uh, ask your questions. But we're getting ready for our live soon, isn't it? We're a couple months away. I would, I would say even sooner. So, so oh, sooner. stay okay. tuned. We, we're going to be planning something. We'll we'll do the live on the show here, and then we'll take it on the road. So just stay tuned for more. Once, once Maybe we'll we get... do one of those 4D theaters. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I don't know how the experience is. We'll have to get them some excitement going on here. <laughs> but we'll, we'll think of something, right? That's it. It, it. Imagination is free, right? You just dream. Like people have this limited thing. Don't be limited. Just imagine. Uh, whatever it is, you can probably manifest, as you said, that's keyword, and, and you can. So so we'll hold on to that one, John, right? So for next week, and then right. maybe a couple sessions later, we'll do the quantum piece. I mean, because I think that's, okay. we get them lost, you know, but, but you know, and found. <laughs> I could spend a whole year on quantum physics, HH, so we don't uh, have to really can, dissect that. I can dive in with you there. I love that stuff. <laughs> okay. All right, right. Well, John, I think it's time to close this chapter, right? <laughs> I think we got to say goodbye. Well, you know, everyone, it's been real being with you and HH and all of you great people here tonight or whenever you're watching, because, you know, you can just replay us any time. But really take the time and put the intention out there to learn something from our show. And if you do that, I promise you, you're not only going to see something, you're going to be able to apply that to your life. I'm John C. Morley. I'm her. And, and together we're double impact. And we're going to see you next Monday. If you don't see us first. Talk soon. Bye. Talk soon.